and uh, look, I like those levels, it's all working. We just press the right button at the right time. <laughs> Hello everybody, and this is our pre-session chat before we go into the tapping and the meditation, and um, we thought we would dissect the supermoon, and uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, have you survived the supermoon? We, we talk a lot about the moon at One Mind Live, and um, uh, the moon is actually one of my least favorite things in the world, and I don't know why I, I actually uh, agree to this. But <laughs> Every month. <laughs> well, we've talked a lot um, in, in the past, I think, about when there's a big giant moon coming up, because it's all over the media, it's on Facebook, and uh, people are commenting about what's to be expected. I don't feel like we've ever gone back and dissected after the fact, what our experience was. No, we've always gone, review, here comes a moon. Review, moon review. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the moon, the One Mind Live moon review. Yeah, have you survived? Um, I know for myself, I don't have much to say on this moon, but um, it was big and bright. And um, Sorry, that was me. I'll put it off now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I don't sleep usually with a full moon, but this moon, wow, talk about not sleep. So um, I'm on the other end of um, insomnia and, um, and actually physically vibrating, my whole body shaking at three in the morning mm. and uh, not knowing, well, I just have to, I do know what to do. I just have to wake up and uh, <laughs> ride it. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea and yeah, try and get back to sleep, but uh, impossible to get back to sleep. So that big supermoon was Monday or Tuesday? Depending on where you are in the world, mm. okay. Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, was it? Did you feel that vibrating thing mm. oh. in the days leading up to that moon? In the evening leading up to the moon. In mm -hmm. the daytime, I'm moving about, so I don't. Okay. When I'm resting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the two days before. Okay. So. I felt it the week before. Mm-hmm. I remember on the Monday prior, I had some big questions arise about uh, my life and, and how I was living it, <clears throat> or how I am living it, and uh, really feeling that call to emerge and to evolve into my highest um, expression, whatever that is. You know, still kind of being in the mystery of all, what all that means. Mm. And fortunately, I had booked in a retreat. <clears throat> so... Um, yeah, it was mm. it was a perfect time in the couple of days leading up to the full moon, the super moon, to um, do that review. But uh, this super moon was the closest it's been to the Earth for seventy years. Mm. So I always, when I think of the full moon, I think of that gravitational pull that it's actually drawing from you all of the toxins, all of the untruths, all of the illusions, all of the stuff that you're ready to release comes mm. forward, mm. and um, that was certainly. It was very deep for me this this time. I felt like it was really drawing from the very base of my of my being, mm. um, trying to bring some clarity forward. But as Kay Pacha um, said, it was it was the full moon in Taurus and really s strong energies. And you know, in the wake of of the whole Trump thing. There's a, there was a lot to be cleared and perhaps mm. the Trump thing was, you know, as a as part of the whole cycle that we've been moving through with that cleansing. Um, but uh, yeah, this full moon is is to help prepare us for the massive, monumental, 
extraordinary changes that are going to occur over the next three years mm-hmm. for all of those who are who are willing and who are uh, wanting, desiring to become and to be fully embodied, uh, feeling spirit and feeling that non-attachment to all of the illusions. Identity is one of them, <laughs> who I think I am, um, and and really experience the truth of who you are, the love, the depth of um, of creativity, of expression, of trust, of grace, of all that. So uh, yeah, it was nice, a nice kind of kick up the butt to kick you, kick us into gear. Mm. And I've certainly felt that in my life. Mm. Well, I, cer- I certainly didn't expect feel it to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, the kick up the butt, yes. Nice kick up the butt, no. It was very unpleasant. Um, I, I felt it a couple of days before. I, I, I had something happen that really massively triggered me, and I was really surprised at how triggered I was because I don't get that triggered that often anymore. Mm. And, um, and it really lingered, and I found, especially at night, just kind of like you were more aware of that kind of physical mm. effect of the moon at night, I was more aware of the emotional effect of it at night. Mm. And, um, and I was really feeling that, I love what you just said about how that moon being closer to the earth, it just draws all the mm. toxin. I was had this image of like a poultice. Do you know what poultices yeah. are? Yeah, they draw stuff out of your yeah, body. Yeah, it's about drawing some the t- poisons and toxins suction out. Suction caps, those suction balls. Well, yeah. And cups. That mm. you put. Cupping. Cupping. Yeah. yeah. You heat them and the vacuum pulls out of your system all yeah. of the toxins. Although I, I, um, I wish I believed that it pulled them out and now I don't have to worry about them anymore. But I don't. I believe that it pulled them into the cert, into view and that it's still up to me to clear them. Right, okay. And I and I um, confess that I did not do very much tapping on it. Mm. I did the tapping that I needed to do to take care of the immediate sort of um, anxiety and discomfort that I was feeling. But I walked around for sort of about four or five days thinking, wow, this is some big stuff that goes back a long way. There's some big clearing that I have to do here. I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> and then I was kind of thinking, am I missing the opportunity mm. for this, you know, thing to be, um, to have these things sort of, does the moon help you clear it? And I think what I've concluded from just what we've been talking about right now is the moon doesn't help you clear it, the moon, unless that first step of bringing it, illuminating it so you can see what you need to clear, what your stuff it is. brings it into view. Yeah. It, dep- it does depend on what your practices are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fortunately, <clears throat> I seem to always be in a ceremony on the full moon. Just, mm. just that's just how it happens. So I'm I often have that opportunity to consciously mm. let go. But mm. yeah, we, I think many of us are, are not conscious of what's shifting and moving, and just kind of in the throes of, you know, how uncomfortable it is. Mm. Well, I think now that it's not as because definitely yeah about yesterday around noon, which I would say about two days after mm, the full moon. You can moon, feel the. The relaxing. Yeah, I could just feel like the ah, oh, just kind of calming down and the the triggering going away, and so um, I. But I do believe that those triggers are still in there. You know, it reminds me of high and low tide. Sort of at low mm. tide, a really super low tide, you see all this stuff. You go, oh, I didn't and know all that was too. there. It's all <laughs> smelly. And, and then the tide comes back <laughs> in, and we go, ah, oh, everything's fine. Uh, but it's still fun. under there. <laughs> those rocks, those the old that old boot, the tin can, whatever's down there. Yeah. So I feel like now um, 
that I've been shown what's lying below the top of the waves. Mm-hmm. Um, now I feel that sort of sense of calm that comes when it's all covered up again. <laughs> but I have a, an awareness that I have to use my tools to go. Mm. I have to put my snorkel gear on and go down there. Well, when Naomi Carling said, um, we've got three years coming up, three years of big change, I went, ah, I actually felt myself get activated. <laughs> and I'm thinking, ah, you know, and. Um, uh, yeah, like how bad can it be? Oh. And so. I think it's natural for us to jump to, oh, it's going to be bad. Yeah, as opposed to it's refreshing. Be the best. Yeah. It's refreshing be change. Delivery of what you've been wanting. In the end, but don't you think it's going to be tumultuous in the meantime? Well, this is interesting because we have a choice. Mm. We can call on grace to inhabit us and to speak through us and align ourselves with the highest outcome you know, with the smooth, smoothest, the smoothest possible road, or we can resist it mm. and feel afraid of it and mm. feel like bad shit's going to happen. Mm. Mm. So I think that's, a, that's <clears throat> a, a kind of a normal response to flip between those two. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I think... It's this a discipline. Is, yeah, it's a discipline, actually. And um, uh, I think this is where the tapping's going to go today, by the sounds of it, about change. Is this where it's going to hit? It could, am yeah. I putting, am I putting words in your mouth? You, that's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I really just increasingly, I mean, just go with whatever comes up during the pre-session for the mm. tapping. Mm. Um, and and I don't think we've tapped on sort of the fear of change. I'm not actually afraid. Of, well, I, I'm, I'm not consciously afraid of change. Sudden change. My body might be, don't. but... My the great thing about isn't. change is that it creates growth. Mm. And... You know, we are ever evolving and and have desires and the way that they manifest is mm. through change. So, you know, it's a new level to kind of less change and to feel like this is exactly where I need to be and exactly what I've been asking for, even if I can't see it yet. Well, you know, another form of, of reacting to change is just simply having this perfectly organised calendar for the day and it, and it all going pear shaped <laughs> at the beginning of the day. And I mean, how do you react? I um, I used to lose my stuff. Okay, <laughs> no, you know, now certainly um, so much better with things moving and changing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if people just react to having their calendar, their timetable changed on them by unseen circumstances, it's a, that's an opportunity for you to see how you react to change. Mm. It certainly highlights how attached you are, mm. and, and that's you know that's really important. I think in this life mm. to to try and cultivate this sense of non-attachment, mm. which they also hand in hand with trust mm. that this is for the highest good. Yeah, it's that dance because it's about uh, being grateful when things are really lovely. Being grateful when you have your to-do list that's laid out perfectly in the morning mm-hmm. and your calendar and everything makes sense and I've, I've got a firm grasp on everything that I have to do and I'll feel great at the end of the day when I've done all these things and then something happens, disrupts the whole thing, it doesn't happen. You have to just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You can't be that attached to what you're going to do or any life condition I'm, I'm always always aware sort of if I'm out doing anything in the garden because I really have a nice garden and I walk around thinking I just love I love this garden I love this space I love these flowers I love you know just really feeling appreciative and yet at the same time 
doing that in a way that you're not attaching to it is mm. hard. So what if I didn't have the garden tomorrow? Mm. You know, if everything suddenly changed, yeah. being able to be walk in that perfect balance of having gratitude without attachment. Mm. And that's the hard, that's what's really hard, I think. Because it's easy to have non-attachment about something you're not grateful for. Absolutely. It's easy. Yep. Just, you know, it's that's taking yep. out the trash. Mm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, I think often you realize that you are actually attached to something when it goes, mm-hmm. whether you recognized it was there before or not. Mm-hmm. Like someone taking out the garbage. <laughs> yeah, there's, I don't, do you ever feel like you purge, you get rid of something like um, an item of clothing? It's like, you go, I'm sick of looking at this in my closet. I'm never going to wear it. I'm going to get rid of it. Like a, an outfit, I'm thinking of an outfit I got in Hawaii about 20 years ago and every time I put it on I go this still looks really good but it's totally inappropriate for anything in life because it's like a Hawaiian print and, and it's, and it's salmon colored right? yeah it's yeah. definitely tropical resort wear and it's a little bit dated and everything and then if, so I got rid of it and then immediately like within a week got invited to this Hawaiian theme yeah, party right okay so every time I'm about to get rid of I mean that's going yeah. off the track but <laughs> I don't know where you went then <laughs> No, but it's true. You um, have to be able to... um, The moon also brings up the depression symptoms, the anxiety symptoms of people who who have been given a diagnosis often experience a really intensifying Mm. um, during the moon. And I think think that's really normal. And if, if you're one of those people to just be really gentle with yourself and to try and let go of your attachment to what you think you should be doing or how you think you should be feeling and mm. and choose instead a gentle pathway of just don't achieve anything. Just when, Yeah, I agree. When I'm activated like that and definitely it definitely flares up with the moon for me, I, I've made a conscious decision not to make those kinds of phone calls to people. <laughs> Or I'm going to ring this person up, you know, or um, not to actually make a big decision around anything, really. Just be gentle and calm and don't act. Hmm. Uh, Be more observant. Yeah, because I definitely spark up around the moon. I would love to know what our members think about the moon. Unless we're just being exquisitely sensitive here at One Wide Live, but <laughs> no, I don't think I'm the only one. No, this is the reason that yeah. when I introduced this topic today, because I had been through my own experience with it, but also um, I've I've seen it in the world. Mm. It's the fallout from the election is still happening. Mm. There's still so much acrimony between mm. people, and and people are um, still in in extreme um, reactions. And then also, I've just had conversations with several people around the world that are feeling extremely vulnerable and ex- mm. not about the election or anything, just in their own lives, really triggered. And I thought, wow, something's happening in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Well, look, let's get untriggered. Mm. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. Okay, okay. bye. <laughs>